let me tell you, I've been to a wedding before where there was uh, zero tunes whatsoever. Not even like someone playing an iPhone song, um, you know, for like the bride to walk down the aisle and the couple to walk back down the aisle the other way. Like it was like ever since that wedding, and this was actually quite recent, uh, you know, won't say who it was, but it was like one of these things where I'm like, man, music is so huge. And also like, you're not, sometimes it's like, I would say you're not valued enough at times with the level of like, uh, I don't know, like the, the level of like need and, um, like how well you guys do on the day, because there's not a lot of gratitude, I would say. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Welcome back to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You are with Tim and Matt today. And oh my goodness, Tim, I am so bloody excited for today because we have one of the best musos in the wedding industry going around at the moment. And we've got some we have waited a long time. <laughs> we have waited an absolute long time to get to one of the industry's greats on here. And we needed to make our first musician on the podcast a special one. And we've got a, we've got a real treat for you guys. It's uh, Mr. Tay Plain. Mate, how are you? Oh my goodness, what an introduction. I tell you what, I'm feeling good after that. I'm feeling good after that. Thanks for having us, fellas. <laughs> no worries, mate. It's so good to have you on. And uh, look, I'm just going to start off real quickly and uh, put a little, uh, I don't know, little inverted commas, asterisks out there that uh, Tay must be pretty damn good because he actually sung at my wedding and he hey. was the muso at my wedding. So uh, look... <laughs> He's we need, we need a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> we should have, uh, we should have thought about this earlier. <laughs> How you going, Tay? What's happening, mate? It's uh, it's so good to catch up with you again. And uh, look, I always love seeing your name on some run sheets whenever we get to work together because it's always a treat. Absolutely, brother. It is. Um, it's a good, it's a good time to be alive. Twenty twenty three. What a year! There's a lot of weddings happening, and everything is cooking. And I'll tell you what. It's the same here, Maddie. Uh, when I see your your guys' names on the run sheets, I know it's going to be an epic wedding because uh, that's what you guys do. That's what you guys do, right? You make it epic, and I love it. It's always good seeing you guys. And um, yeah, uh, it's good to that's good it. to have a chat. That's finally, it. it's good. Love it, love yeah. it. Well, what's been happening, mate? What's been happening in the wild kind of like world of weddings? Are you keeping yourself busy, mate? I have been flat out. I did a record for myself last year, um, and this year's looking to top that by another. 20 weddings or so. So it's, um, it's a wild time to be in the industry, but I absolutely oh, love it. Wow. Absolutely love it. I've been, um, I just You're finished six weddings in the last 11 days and, uh, and that was a bit of a, a, a tough run, but, um, but even, even when it's busy, I, I still keep those vibes high because, um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be part of, man. You get, we get to party with people on the biggest day of their life and it's, um, yeah. it's quite a privilege. So now very busy, very busy, lots of weddings. Um, I do try and absolutely squeeze in. love that other gigs when I can just so I can meet couples and things but um but yeah mainly it's just from wedding to wedding at this time of year yeah that's sick. okay well let's um let's tell the audience a little bit about who you are mate so who's Tay playing what do you do sweet well I am a musician guitar singer since when I was a little fella I've always loved music music's kind of been part of my world and um yeah, so what I do now is um, I had a place in my life where I can do it for a living, which is quite a privilege, and I sing and play guitar. I uh, learn special songs. I learn acoustic versions for ceremonies um, and make the bride's dream come true on a wedding day. So I bring that that kind of acoustic sweet vibe to the ceremony in the afternoon, build up some vibes there, and uh, sometimes I have my band join with me or a duo and different things. Uh, and then when the reception comes along, I'm a DJ and MC, so keep those vibes flowing from the beginning right through to the end, and man, I love it. So yeah, that's what I do. Bit of live music, DJ and MC. Love it, man. So I absolutely love it. <laughs> wow, you uh, you have you do a lot of things. There's like a lot going on there, mate. And I'm so excited to like dive into this. And obviously, like you know, me and Tim are pretty privileged because we get to see you do your thing, and you are. As we said at the start, you're killing it. So thanks, man. Uh, but I, I'm I'm sure that like people listening are super intrigued to find out like how you achieve all of your like I guess hats on a day, uh, for yeah. sure. But uh, maybe tell us a little bit more. Like how did you like become a muso? Like how did you like? I'm sure you didn't just like 
you know, go to school, uh, finish school and go, all right, I'm going to start <laughs> well, singing songs watch and you, watch, maybe serenade Maybe the wedding singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bit, bit of Adam Sandler vibes. Yep, that's me, baby. Great that's me. Great movie, man. And I've actually had a few requests from that movie, man, too. So uh, great movie. Watch it, guys, after you listen to this podcast. The Wedding Singer, great film, Adam Sandler. Uh, okay, so how did I get him? It's actually, it? take. <laughs> well, I um I actually started in the wedding industry and the world of videoing. So similar to uh, Timmy, I um yeah I filmed weddings for oh. about five six years, maybe a bit longer. Um, up and down the south coast of New South Wales, I worked for a photographer. He was one of the leading photographers in Wollongong at the time, and um yeah, kind of cut my teeth in the wedding world doing video. However, um, I loved it and it was a good time. But like I mentioned, music's always been my passion, hey, since I was like a little dude, um, tearing it up, running around, pretending to be a guitar man. And, um, and so as I was shooting weddings, I just saw some music's not quite just, you know, not quite there. And now I'm like, you know, kind of killing the atmosphere a bit. And I'm thinking, come on guys, it's not rocket science. It's just, you know, play some music. People love it and play, play a little bit for grandma, play a little bit, but, you know, mix it up and give the people what they want. And, um, and then I said light bulb moment. I thought, hang on a second, maybe that's what I should be doing because, um, I was so passionate about it. So I, yeah, crossed over from filming into the world of music and, um, it happened pretty quickly actually. And I've never looked back. Hey, I just, I just love it. So, so that's how I got into the music side of things. That is amazing, man. What a contrast. Yeah. I know. I didn't, yeah, I was... don't think I realized that you did uh video as well. Yeah, yeah, film for, and that's kind of how I got my, you know, feel for the industry and, and saw what worked, what doesn't. And yeah, just kind of learned that it's it's not about being a rock star. Um, it's about working as a team to create just an epic day for your couple and um, and give their guests the best celebration ever and something that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. Um, so yeah, and, and I think the DJ and the MC side yeah. of things kind of just came by default, you know? People kept asking me, do you DJ, do you MC? And I was like, no, no, no. And then... I thought, well, hang on, I've seen that done a, a million times. I could probably do that. And then, uh, yeah, just just did it. Got into it, taught myself the ropes. And uh, over the years, just kind of became a pro at it. And so now I can kind of seamlessly just put it all together. And, um, yeah, bring that vibe. It's good. Yeah, mate, you absolutely rock it too. Like, the, the amount of weddings that we've had together. And, like, it's it's not as simple as just playing a playlist. It's, like, no. it, it really isn't. Like, you really have got to have like an understanding of like how to read the room, like what, like what do like the people want and almost like try and like bring like the vibe. Cause you know, like we, we've spoken about on the podcast so many times and the role that music plays, mm -hmm. like influencing, like, like positive emotions, influencing like a good atmosphere and a good environment. And mate, you've got, you've got the control for that one. Yeah. Hey mate, the way you're talking, you better be careful, bro. You might cross over from video to music as well. You, you nailed it there. That's exactly true, man. Like, oh, it's... mate, I cannot sing for shy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my, I've got my little speaker here somewhere. That's my, that's that's my deed. That's my decks, man. That's yeah, my decks. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you're right, man. It's about the vibe. Everything is about the atmosphere. Yeah, that's really like contrasting when from like video to music. Like, and I only, I only found this out uh, a couple of weeks ago. Like when you mentioned it, I was like, wow, like. You're a talented mother <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, thanks, bros. Well, I think it's like anything, you know, if you apply yourself to, to anything in life, you can um, you can make it a profession. You can, um, and I think it's also just dedicating yourself to being a student to whatever you apply yourself to and not kind of getting on your own high horse and thinking you're the best. If you, if you always have that open ceiling above you, you can continue to learn. And I do, man, I learn from every single wedding um, and I continually refine what I offer every single wedding. Uh, I'll, I'll look back at the day and I'll just kind of go, all right, well, that was amazing. This could have even been more amazing if this happened or this happened. And, um, yeah, even down to like placement of the lights and stuff for, for the, for the vibe on the, in the venue. Um, yeah. And the, the EQ on the speakers and song selection, and, you know, just people always come up and ask for things. And I'm like, actually, that's a great, great song. I've, I've been asked for that song four or five times. Um, I'm now I'm playing it because people want it. So like I'm constantly refining. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's the way you got to be. Just have that student mentality, man. And, um, the sky's the limit. That's it. I love that. And I, I feel like me and Tim were chatting recently, like, uh, maybe last week about like something similar in a sense of like for us personally, like, you know, we're trying to work on what we do week in and week out. And, you know, we don't know everything and we always yeah. are evolving <laughs> and learning. And if we're doing that, we're only going to improve on, uh, not only what we provide at the end of the day, but also the experience for all of our couples as well, which I think is amazing. 
Yeah, and that yeah. ultimately is what it's all about. Hey, the experience for the couples. So, and and I think that's where, and yeah, this isn't like a hard dig, but I think that's where some musos come and go, and they don't quite stick around the wedding world too long. If if they've got like an ego and it's all about them, um, then yeah, they're kind of in the wrong field. Like you could go join a festival band or something like that and get your kicks, but um, at a wedding, it's about the couple. <laughs> Um, it's about them having the best, most unforgettable day ever. Yeah. And I think, um, ego is probably, it's probably an enemy of, of creativity. And if you want to just have a flourishing creative world, you got to just get rid of that ego and realize it's about the bigger picture. And that's why I love working with dudes like you guys, because you're team players. And that's something that's so, so exciting when you rock up to a wedding, Hey, and you get vendors and so, like, um, industry people that all get that it's the big picture and they all want to work together straight up and they're like bro what's up we're gonna have the best day and it's so much fun you know so team players man and, and realizing it's yeah, about a couple it's a party uh, it's so <laughs> it just, yeah it's it, so cre good. it creates a vibe like i know when i like go for a run she man like if i yeah, if i see like it's it just it's just different right like it just hits different like when you go for yeah. the run she and you're like oh this is such like an a team like a vendors like you just know it's gonna be such a good day. Yeah. And I it was it was like that, I suppose, like the other week when we um when we had a wedding, right? And you know, like the couple were really like for for my brief, like they wanted something that was like super fun, like super upbeat. Um, but like after the ceremony, it just kind of wasn't like hitting like the mark that they wanted. And we're like, we need to like we need to raise the vibe, like we yeah. need to like raise like get some energy in this, uh energy in this. And um we we had a chat. We're like, all right, let's let's just do something absolutely like wild, like for the entrance, right? Yeah. And then we uh we had some spare like um confetti cannons, and I remember running over on my team, and we got to make this entrance as wild as possible. Like these guys are gonna absolutely rock it. It was so. And good. like it, we like kicked off. Hey, like that dance floor started at like three thirty. <laughs> it was unbelievable, man. And it was just like set the bar and it set that that energy that flowed through the entire reception. It was such a good idea, man. And um. Yeah, sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to work together and on the fly, sometimes you got to be like, all right, let's 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 just make this happen. Let's just make this epic by mixing it up and just going on the fly. All right, we've got hit. Who, who has spare confetti cannons? This guy, Tim does. That's who. I love that. And so like, you know, we got these confetti cannons. We break some tunes. I'm on the mic and just riled everyone up. And like, it was just amazing, Maddie. Like, you, I wish you could have seen it, bro. It was just everyone was just like, oh my gosh. We're here. We've arrived know, at the start of the party. I wasn't invited to the party. Oh, <laughs> would have been better if you were there for sure. 100% better if you were there, man. Oh, it was something that was, it was just needed. Like, and, yeah. and we got it done and they were so appreciative of it too. Like the couple were like, that was the best. Like we, we definitely needed that. And so, yeah, that, that was good. And we were only talking about it the other day, uh, like Maddie and myself about, you know, like, yes, like there is a run sheet, but like, it's not a Bible, like. Yeah, it's not. It, it, it's basically it's just a guide. Like as vendors, like if you're serving like the couple, like you're free to like make those decisions. Like whatever's going to be better like, for the couple in yeah. that moment in time. So, you know, that was a decision. Like I know that we uh, we all made like as a vendor team, and you know, like it ended up just so well. And this is why, like I always push like for couples. Like when I'm talking, um, like talking to them like during like a wedding consultation, like you know, like who who's your vendor team? Like it's not just about you know, like spending all your budget in one area and like leaving like, you know, like desire <laughs> to be left in the others. Like it's making sure that you've got a good balance of like a team because it just makes such a difference. hundred percent, man. It's all about that teamwork. And, um, and I think when everyone's on board and everyone's together, it just happens. And like you said about the run sheet, you know, you can make those decisions. You can adjust on the fly if everyone's on that same page. So yeah, it's really important. So important. Just have a team of just passionate fun people at your wedding day that are going to contribute to that yeah for sure i love that and so i guess while we're talking about like you know uh the booking processes and things like that like maybe just tell us a little bit like you know like do you meet up with your couples like what's your process in terms of like couples finding out about you and obviously if you fit their vibe but also if they fit your vibe too yeah absolutely um okay so my process is on all of my inquiry forms and however people might find me through socials or websites or different things, um, I always try and catch a phone number and I know some people don't love talking on the phone. Um, but you know, I think personally it's one of the best ways just to kind of meet someone, catch their vibe for them to catch your vibe, like you said, Matt, and, um, and just talk to them and see what kind of people they are. And you'll know straight away as a couple, if the entertainer that you're booking or, or any vendor that you're booking is your, your kind of person, 
um, by just that first few sentences, really, because you'll be like, yeah, this is my people, you know, this is the kind of guy that I want to celebrate in my big, my biggest day of days. Um, so yeah, I, I try and do a phone call or a Zoom chat straight up uh, with people um, and then obviously send them through all the options and then things like that. So we do a bit of back and forth. I think sometimes we can all get caught up in the uh, tech world of emails back and forth and it can it can take away a bit of the human side of it. But I've found too that with a few calls, um, you get through, you know, 20 emails worth of, of information. So so when I book people, I just love chatting with them. I love kind of Legit. seeing what their heart is for the day, what they, what they want to do. Um, and just, yeah, really catch their style, their vibe, and then see how I can contribute to what they're trying to create. So good. I love that. And like, you know, obviously what we do is super important, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's super important. And because it can make or break the day. Like I said, I saw so many musos that were just destroying the vibe and like all these other people, all the other vendors at the wedding were trying to build it into this epic party. But if one part of the link doesn't work... Well, then it makes it a lot harder to get to that peak, you know, of, of what the party should be. So, so yeah, it's really important. And every element is important, whether it be through photo, video, music, um, stylist, flowers, celebrant, everyone who's involved, food and drink, especially. Um, and you've got to, you've got to make sure everyone who's there is, um, is, is your style of person. So yeah, I just kind of like try and eliminate some of the emails and just chat with people. So that's probably a good takeaway. If you're planning your wedding, just, uh, be brave, even if you don't love phone calls. Jump on a call and just talk to people because uh, we're not too scary. I don't. Think. That's amazing, man. Like you love a you love a personal touch, and um, I can relate to that. It's it's nice. I I collect phone calls as well, but sometimes it it like it is difficult to like really yeah. get them on a call, um, especially if you caught them at a bad time. But let's um, what do you think's probably like the most like common like questions you get from couples like when they are when they do inquire with you? Actually. Most couples usually straight up, their first question is, do you DJ as well? Um, or do you MC as well? Um, second to that. And and I got getting asked yeah. that for years and years and years. And I would always say, no, no, no. And then I started, like some couples asked me to manage their Spotify playlists because I wasn't a full-blown DJ back then. And I was like, yeah, of course I can do that. I know how to read a room, drop the right songs. And so, and that's kind of how I morphed into it. And then I thought, I, I want to have, I want to have the control and of this party and be able to just make this as best as it can be. So... So yeah, that's the biggest question. Do you DJ as well? And I think um, that's probably a nice takeaway too for listeners today when you're planning. If you, if your vendors can multitask, I think that's a huge bonus. So hey, if your musician can DJ and even maybe MC, well, that's three things that one person can do. So that's two people that you don't have to contact. That's two other invoices you don't have to worry about paying because it's all, all in the one thing. You know, if your celebrant can MC as well, well then, hey, you've got, two birds killed with one stone. So I think um, people just want it to be easy these days. And I think as as vendors, it's our job to try and make it as simple for them as possible. Um, so yeah, you know, I get asked a lot if, if I yeah. can do multiple things and and that's probably why I ended up doing it. But yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun. For sure, man. Like it's, it'll be, I suppose like from my, my perspective and I don't know, Matt, maybe you can talk from a photographer, but like it's hard to recommend just someone that is just, just a musician that's not like a DJ as well, just because you're you adding another person kind of like into the mix. Like mm. if you've got someone that's, you know, like music during the ceremony, like that can pick up on the vibe that's there like throughout the whole day that understands the room, that can actually understand like the, like the type of wedding party it is. For me, like that's like, that's the full service. Like that's, that's probably like the, the minimum, right? Yeah, I think so. I think with like, when it comes to like, music stuff like me and tim like harp on about music a lot and it's not just because of like what the musos do but me and tim use music a lot throughout the day you know when it's like in portraits whether it's in prep all that sort of stuff so yeah. we're massive on music because we think it sets a vibe and it's you know like you were saying before like with the reception entrance like if the tunes are on point like and everyone's having a good time it's setting the scene for the entire day so I like, I think mate, you have probably one of like the hardest jobs on the day to entertain everybody, uh, and read the room. Like, I feel like that's such a skill. <laughs> yeah. And there's not, and not everybody has that ability though. Right. Like it's easy for like a lot of DJs to chuck a song on and just mix it into the next song. And like, you know, they've gone from one song to like some outrageous song that does not fit the current vibe. Boom. Uh, you know, like where I feel like there's definitely musos, i.e. you out there that are just killing it and can definitely read the room to the best of your ability. Mate, I'm keen to like dive in a little bit into a little bit more as to like, you know, like other like 
offerings that you give. So like at the moment, like, you know, you kind of, you've touched on like, um, basically that you're like, obviously do like your acoustic stuff. Uh, you do some MC and some DJ stuff and you've got like a trio, like maybe just tell us a little bit more, like, you know, what are the differences? How often do you book like bigger packages sort of thing? Does that make sense? Yeah, sure, man. Well, I think probably primarily these days getting booked for the full day package, which is pre-ceremony entertainment, uh, and then songs, special songs learnt. Uh, for the ceremony, so I'll song, uh, register signing song, and then a, a walkout song, a big celebration there. And then um, usually I, I, well, most of the time I entertain the guests while people are getting photos. Um, sometimes jump on the mic and, and say, all right, group photo, help out these photographers rather than shouting over the music and we work together again, you know, Sonny's off boys, make sure you can see the photographer. You know, I've got to give you guys some love there. And then <laughs> oh, kind the of... Sonny's off, that's a killer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So sometimes I'm Mike Tandy for that. Uh, but after that, yeah, like you said, man, um, with, the re- with the reception, I'm DJing. I've got the trio band as well, um, or with a four-piece uh, epic sax player. I work with a lot of different musicians and I have over the years. Um, and I actually build my band around the style of the people. So I, I know that different musicians I've worked with in different capacities over the years um, that are all pros that can just jump in at, a hat, like, at any notice. They all have their own unique offering and any, any party is just the sum of its parts. Right. So, um, so I know I'll bring in that drummer for, for this kind of party. I'm like, okay, these guys, they, they wanted this certain sound, this certain style. So I'll build my band of the guys that I play with. Um, and they're all amazing. They're all amazing. Some of them are super flexible too. Um, but I guess when you're talking about different offerings, uh, back in the day when I started out, I just loved my reggae coastal tunes, bit of Jack J. You know, I was all about those chill Islander vibes, oh, sitting on a beach. Um, I played in reggae bands and stuff over the years. And then as I did more and more weddings, I got all these requests for like romantic love songs and my list just kept growing and growing. And then I was getting all these obscure stuff like, hey, can you play this Amity Affliction metal heavy song, but acoustic version of it for my ceremony. I'm like, heck yeah, that sounds like awesome fun. <laughs> so I like met these and That's I actually mad. got one. I, I was practicing oh, one. Hectic. That's so good. Yeah, I was rehearsing one earlier today because I've got another one, actually Amity Affliction song that I'm playing for this um, awesome couple who are hard rockers, um, but obviously a wedding acoustified version of it. Um, so I really like to just make it personal. So when you're saying what offerings... I make it personal, man. I build the music, I build the scene, the vibe, even the people I bring in, whether it be, you know, the band or whatnot, um, around what the people are wanting. And then, um, yeah, I, sometimes I feel like I'm a bit of a wedding planner too. Like I drew, and, and I, it's, it's my own fault because I always say to people, Hey, if you've got any questions between now and the big day, hit me up. I've done this a few times. I know some stuff and, um, and I mean it when I say that, but um, a lot of couples come back to me and they're like, Hey, you know, what about this idea? What about that? And then I'll help them and throw my thoughts out there. So, um. Yeah, I just kind of yeah, feel like I'm evolved from start that's to That's good, man. And I, I feel like, yeah, like, and that just shows that the value that you're providing as well. Like, and, and Matt and I have talked, like, spoken about this as well. And it's because, like, we want to deliver, like, we want to over-deliver, like, we want to provide as much value as possible. Yeah. And we end up falling into that trap of, like, okay, like, now the couple, like, trusts us and they come to us with, like, all these, like, different questions mm. to, like, bring, like, their wedding to the next level. But like, just as like a couple would inquire with me about video and like, they understand that they want a video, but not quite understand like what is like the, like the deliverable that's going to be best suited to them. Like, how do you like walk them through a process? Okay. Like, do you just need, you know, do you just need myself as like a soloist or, you know, do you need a duo a trio? Like, do we bring like the sax like, guy on? Cause that, that's, that's pretty wild, man. Like, that's so good. Yeah. Well, I just ask questions, uh, man. I just like, I say to him, what is your, cause I mean. Let's be honest, these brides, man, they've been thinking about it since they were, you know, 12 years old, maybe younger. And, and whether they realize it or not, brides dream about their wedding day their whole lives. Us guys, we think about it once we've asked, you know, missus to get married uh, a few years later. But, um, <laughs> but girls have thought about this for a long time. So my first question is always, what have you dreamed up for this day? What, what is your ultimate fantasy wedding and how do you want it to look? And so I'm constantly asking questions and then I'm like, okay, all right, well then this is what I would suggest. Um, and they kind of take themselves there, but I think it's asking the right questions that they don't know to ask to help them arrive at that place, which then helps them mm-hmm. go, all right, well, this is how I'm going to organize my, my day of days because this is what I want. So it's helping them understand what they want by asking those questions. And, um, and then, yeah, just gently giving them advice to, to get them to, to that finish line, to the big day. Yeah, that's phenomenal. 
I love that you ask uh, the question of like, you know, if like for, especially for like, you know, as I said, most brides, like they've been thinking about this for a long time. Like, yeah. and I've actually been thinking about this lately too, of like, you know, how can we up the game a little bit and how can we service our couples better? Mm. And by you asking the question of like, you know, what is like in the fantasy world, what is it that you look like your wedding looks like? What is it that is going to make your wedding like take it to the next level? And then you may be able to solve a problem for them, meaning yeah. like you may be able to have a solution for their, you know, what they really wanted. And I've, it's, it's literally, I have it written down in front of me at the moment as a, like a piece of paper, like to ask couples in like a question of like, you know, what is it that is going to make your wedding amazing that you think is unachievable for your current yeah. budget or for your current thought process? Like, how do we get your level to the, how do we, sorry, how do we get your wedding to the next level? And I think that's an awesome question to ask. Hmm. And it's all about making it personal, right? Oh, absolutely. And and the podcast you guys put out just a little while ago about those traditions that, do we really need to have these traditions? I thought that was brilliant. You guys nailed some really good stuff on that one. <laughs> um, and, and that's something that I bring up with my couples all the time as well. I'm like, hey, like, why do you think you need to do it that way? Because a lot of, uh, most people haven't been married before. Um, and then, yeah, often there are second weddings, but they usually just want to be chilled out ones. But um, first time weddings, people... They don't know how to do it because they've never done it before. So it's, I just let them know it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to think outside the box. It's actually all right for it to not be the way every other wedding they've attended is, you know, was, and they can make it their own because weddings should be personalized. I had one bride, she, um, all she wanted, her main thing, I like, and she was quite sheepish when she told me, but then after I kind of brought it out of her, I said, we can do that. And she said to me, I want to, I want to do that. I would have just loved to have seen that, um, that whole scene from somebody love actually where they're getting married at the chapel at the end and they're walking out and um, they're seeing that song, all you need is love, ba -ba -da -da -da. and like the trumpets all pop up out here and then a sax player jumps up over there and I'm like, let's do it, let's do it. Why can't we do that? And she's like, really, could we do that? I'm like, yeah, do you want to do that? And she's like, oh, that's my dream. I would have loved it. So I got my sax player, I got my trumpet player and, um, and he comes popping up. He's, like as soon as I started playing the song, he comes walking down one way, the other guy comes out the other door and they both start playing and everyone in the church is like, whoa. And then we basically redid that scene from the movie. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, man. And people looking around like, is we this need video. We need, we need video of this. Oh, yeah, man. We need it was, video. It was oh, my goodness. Oh, that is... It was a lot of fun. And I think that's just the thing. Yeah. Just yeah. like insert know. the clip of this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How good is it? We, we get so excited by this, hey? <laughs> oh, it's so exciting because I oh. guess we can give someone everything that they've dreamed of and make it, we can make it epic. And I love the Navy podcast for that. I keep saying it, but it's so true. You can make it epic by doing certain things and by, you know, um, yeah, just getting the right people on board and just thinking outside the box and just going, you know what, this is my wedding. I'm going to make it the way I want it to be. And on the flip side of that, it's probably worth mentioning really quickly too. Like I have some couples that want to just totally do everything totally different. But in a lot of ways, the reason people do things at weddings in certain orders and things is because it works. And it's the way that we've always done it because, you know, hey, there's a, there's a lot of merit to doing this first and doing that. And hey, if you want to cut the cake straight after the ceremony, then do that. You don't have to wait till the end. But there's some things in the flow that, that work well. Um, and that's where I, I just chat it out in my couples. And I tell them, honestly, if they want to do something totally radical, I'm like, we could, but it's going to mean this and we might have to change this as well to make that work. And um, so yeah, it's just that discussion, man, that, um, and then just dreaming it, making it happen. Uh, cause anything's possible, really. It's 2023, yeah. mate. Anything's possible. We can do anything these days. That's it. It's so good when you got such a, like a creative, like team that just kind of want to push the boundaries in mm. some aspects. Like I know for me, like I, t I keep wanting to like, want to push certain, like certain things yeah. and like, and it's, you know, I'm always about like getting to know like couples beforehand and like as part of my onboarding process, I ask like these questions to really understand who they are, their personalities and like, mm. you know, figure out like what is it like about them that makes it them, you know, like I feel like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, like when things were just kind of set and you just do things because that's what you do in a wedding, like, you know, like maybe vendors like fell into the trap of, yeah, we just do it this way because that's what you always do. But like, these days, like, it's just, it's so much different, but it also confuses like couples in the fact that there's now such a wide range of like vendors with so many different creative skills in the same industry. Oh. And it can like, it can make the process of choosing the right vendor, you know, like a bit of a mess, right? Like, and hopefully we offer like some value in what we're talking about here to kind of like cut through, you know, like that noise a bit and like showcase like 
you know, what are the vendors that are really like there for you and offering value for you? What are the vendors that are really going to go that extra mile and make sure your day is heavy? Because it's like, it's not just about you, but it's also like, we want to have fun as well. Like we, and that's what we do. Like we, you like really get a high of making sure that we can make your day absolutely sick. <laughs> yeah. So, so true, man. And on that, like I've watched you guys. I mean, the thing about being a musician, right, is I'm sitting here, I'm playing during the afternoon. I'm kind of a bit of a fly on the wall. I see everything, man. I watch the whole thing unfold and, um, <laughs> and I'm not just off the world. I'm watching everything. <laughs> and I really love watching you guys um, and the way you operate and I've seen you both just come up with mad ideas and do crazy things. And, and Maddie's made the call and gone out and got epic night shots, you know, because there was some epic sunset or there's, you know, there's a bit of rain sprinkler. Let's put some backlights. Let's do something crazy. But I say to people, like one of the biggest decision when you're talking about choosing a vendor, uh, that's why I'd love to just jump on a chat or a call. Or I, I always encourage people, Hey, come to a gig. I try and squeeze in public gigs during the year. So couples can come and meet me and say hi and see what I do and hear, hear me play. Uh, cause it's one thing online versus, you know, live, it, you want to make sure that it's what people are showing online is what they can actually deliver. What I love watching you guys and what you bring, um, it's not everyone can do that. So I always say to people, the most important people that you're going to have on your day, I think, in my opinion, are your photographer and your video. And that's why, like I said, I love watching you guys do what you do because you bring energy and you will spend more time with a couple than anyone else on the day, right? You're there from the very beginning getting ready shots. Um, you're in their, in their personal space where they're all putting on their final little bits of jewelry and shoes and putting the cologne on the boys, having a laugh right through to, you know, <laughs> once their dance floor is kicking off and, and sometimes even longer. So like I always say, make sure you, you catch the vibe of your vendors, especially photo and video and, and everyone too. But, um, but especially the people you're going to be spending that time with, because if they're not fun, if you're not catching a fun vibe, don't book them. You know, you want to be around people on your day of days that are going to bring that energy, bring that fun. And so, um, that's why I think, yeah, photo video is very, very important. And then, um, especially as the day goes on, music is, is so important too, because that kind of dictates again, where it can and go to. Uh, so all, all aspects of a wedding, they all come together. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and yeah. So when you're saying about sifting through the vendors, it's finding the right one and putting that energy into, sometimes it can, you know, putting a few inquiries out. Um, or maybe going to a few gigs of different musos or, you know, meeting a few different people before you find someone that you can connect with. Yeah. That's such a great idea as well. Like, like you doing public gigs and like, you know what, like these are my dates, like come like watch me, like watch me live. So you can get like a, a good feel for, you know, how I am. That's yeah. That's offering some amazing like value there. And I suppose like we, we do harp on a lot about how important like entertainment is like for a wedding. Like it is so important. We've gone through it before, like go back and listen to our previous podcast on it. Or make sure like you're writing down like Tay Plane uh, <laughs> if you're a couple <laughs> looking for a uh, for an epic um, <laughs> epic muso. But like, what's probably some advice that you could give to like couples that are you know looking for wedding entertainment, right? Like because not all of them completely understand like the power of like just how important like an, a good entertainment team is. Mm. First advice I would give any couple is don't wait um, because you would find that the topper part of the industry, the topper echelon of, of what people can bring, um, the really good ones are going to get booked up early. So don't wait. Often some people will, like even this week, I've had two inquiries for the next um, two weeks and three weeks time. And I'm like, I've been booked up for those Saturdays for a year and a half. So sorry, I can't help you. And I send off my recommendations. But, yeah. um, but again, like if, if it's something that some people don't think about till the very, very end. And I'm like, man, it's, it's, yeah, if you really want to get the right people, good people, get in early. Uh, so don't wait uh, when it comes to entertainment. Get out there. Even if it's a year and a half away, I uh, just had one inquiry from, from a guy today for 2025. He said, we don't have a date yet, but we really like what you do. Um, we just want to know about your packages and can we get put on a wait list for when you open up bookings? And I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'm like, people like that, I know that I want to be part of their day because they're organized, they're passionate, they're excited about what I can do. So yeah, it's just about getting in early, I think. Uh, and then that way too, yeah, you, you kind of know what you're, you've been able to suss out a lot of what's on offer. I think reviews are massive. If you can't go and see some, you know, like your vendors play a gig, or if there's no gigs on that you can make, um, check out reviews because yeah, people, um, you know, people put up honest, um, feedback on, on what, what vendors have done for their day. And I think that they are just gold. And I think that's why I don't, I don't do any advertising anymore because it's, it's more just about 
word of mouth and people, you know, um, read the reviews of what other brides have said and it's just going to, it just works. So, um, so reviews are really helpful. They'll help you well, find the right people. That just shows how, how good you are, right? Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So like no advertising and you're booking out a year and a half in advance. So good, man. Yeah. Well it's done. great, man. It's a great industry. And I think it's like, like anything, when you do it a lot and you're just passionate, you're fine. You do it for the right reasons as well. Like, man, I, the six wedding, I just said before, I had six weddings in the last two weeks and it was like, and for me, that's a lot. I know photographers and you guys, you can do a lot more than that. But for me, it's a big, long, massive thing. And, um, but even at the very end of the six wedding, I was packing down and I don't do this. It's not like part of my package. It's not what I offer everyone. But it was just in that moment, there was a couple of the guys that the day was over. There was a few fires going on. This venue was still kicking on. It was actually the venue's niece, um, the venue owner's niece. So it was all kind of family and everyone knew uh, everyone, they're all kind of in with the venue. So they were kicking on out around the fire and, um, it was just that kind of moment. So I pulled out the guitar cause we were chatting guitars, a couple of dudes, and we ended up having a jam around, around the fire with these two dudes. And one other guy jumped up singing this other guy and it was just unreal, you know? So yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's all about the vibe. It's all about the vibe. But, Tay's uh, campfire specials. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I, yeah, I was about to say, I was, I was like, is this a, is this an additional offer you're going to start yeah, giving to people where it's like, you know, unplugged, thing, like, uh, <laughs> late night, late, late night love songs yeah, by Tay yeah, Plane. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, maybe not, I don't know. It'll be expensive. But uh, my point is, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My point is, you just got to get people who love it. You're doing it for the right reasons. Because if they're, they're doing it just because it's work and they want to make money, maybe not. If they're doing it just, it's, you know, because they fell into it or it's just the only thing they know, maybe not. You've got to find people that love what they do and are passionate because they're going to bring something no one else will be able to. Yeah. I, that's I feel like, I feel like that's huge as well because like, you know, for photo and video, like this sounds terrible, maybe, but like we can get self gratitude <laughs> because we're getting photos and images out there and then like people are sharing them and like really like pushing them around. So for us, it's easy to kind of like stay hyped and stay excited and really love what we're doing. We're for like musos, man, it's such a hard slog because you guys are like working your bums off, but no one's like, people are noticing it, but it's not something that like it continues beyond the day. Um, you know, like it's one of those things where they might remember you and they're like, oh my goodness, that muso was amazing. But there's still a difference because you're there working your bum off, you're singing away, you're like bringing the good vibes. And like, let me tell you, I've been to a wedding before where there was uh, zero tunes <laughs> whatsoever. Not even like someone playing an iPhone song, um, you know, for like the bride to walk down the aisle and the couple to walk back down the aisle the other way. Like it was like ever since that wedding, and this was actually quite recent, uh, you know, won't say who it was, but it was like one of these things where I'm like, man, music is so huge. And also like... Ew. You're not, sometimes it's like, I would say you're not valued enough at times with the level of like, uh, I don't know, like the, the level of like need and, um, like how well you guys do on the day, because it's not a lot of gratitude, I would say. So yeah, you guys are killing it. Thanks, <laughs> it's, Maddie. Uh, yeah, it's, really it's tough, nice. right? Because it's almost like, I feel like it, it's hard because like we're, we're in an industry that's like not very forgiving at all, right? Like anything, anything that goes wrong, like if there's you know, if you start to get a bad name, like it's almost like that's, that's it. Like it's more like, you know, those weddings or like those vendors that have like a, a bad reputation, like they don't stay in the industry for very long and it could oh. be a multi multitude of reasons, but like, just say like a, a DJ that doesn't quite get it right. Like it's not going to stay in the industry for very long and it's not very forgiving, but like, I feel like as a, like, as a muso, like Tay, like when people say, you know, like the wedding was like freaking uh, amazing. Like it is all, it is all credit because you create that environment. It's like when people say, oh, the wedding was like pretty like average, you know, like a lot of that could be contributed maybe to like a, a bad muso like as well. So yeah. almost having like no, you know, like no credit in some aspects is, you know, like you did a good job as well. Yeah. No, thanks fellas. It's nice to get a bit of appreciation. It's nice to be on a podcast and, and have people say that stuff because um it is true. And, and I think. There's legitimate reasons for that because some people just aren't music people, right? Some people are like, what's your, what's your favorite music? They're like, oh, I didn't listen to music. Like not everyone is passionate about music, but everyone goes to weddings. So even there's going to be people at weddings that aren't massive in music appreciators, but what they do appreciate is good atmosphere and like that, that lift that music can bring. So they might even not understand what's going on, but music can lift to that place. And, um, and I think what it comes down to is what you count success as. And for me, success 
you're seeing that bride and groom at the end of night just come up and give me this massive hug and say, this has been the best day ever. Thank you so much. That's success for me. And that's, that's when I can finish a wedding and go, I might not have the photos to take away or the video sick highlight reels that you guys put up that are just fizz on when I see them. I might not have that to go, Hey, this is what I did at that wedding. <laughs> but if I can go away with that, with that hug from the bride and groom and just feel like they're my best friends at the end of the day and know that I've given them that lift of energy to that point where they're just in eu euphoria, the best day of their life. Um, and know that I've helped contribute to that for me, that's success. So, um, it's nice to get recognized with stuff too, but for me, I've, I've not allowed that to be the reason why I do it. I think the reason is just to, yeah, keep it about them and know that I've been able to contribute to someone's biggest day of their life. And, and man, what's better than that? It's so good. It's so amazing that that's your drive and that's your motivation as well. Like we, we were saying like the wedding on the weekend, like Matt and I did, the couple were just so appreciative of the things that we did like during the day. And it was like, it was just such a good time. And we were on such a high like the couple at the end of the night, like come up to us, like gave us a big hug. We're just like, you guys were absolutely like amazing. Like, I feel like you guys are leaving like as our mates, like, and not just like vendors, yeah. which was like, which is really cool. Right. And like the whole way home, I was like, yeah, sick. How am I going to like edit this? And you know, I went home, I even like edited like a little like reel for them like that night. Cause I was just so pumped. Like, yeah, it's good when you can actually see what motivates like your vendors as well. And I'm glad like, you know, like what's motivating you is, you know, like your, like that result, like for your client at the end of the night, like, like them having a good time, like them yeah. coming up to give you a hug and showing their appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. I can, uh, I can relate to that man so much. That's so good, man, because people matter, you know, and I think that's what it comes down to. People are important and without, you know, sounding too deep and philosophical, I feel like one of my purposes of being alive is to uplift people and to just add value to people and make people feel good. And if I can like leave my encounter with that person and know that, that's the difference I made in their world on the biggest day of their life. Well, and that is the best thing I can do, you know, and, and that's how I want to be remembered when I'm not cool anymore to be able to be singing at weddings with some old guy and there's all these young dudes <laughs> out there killing it way more than me. Like I want to be remembered as that guy who brought good energy to that wedding day, to that event. And even now like, I played a gig at a brewery the other yeah. day. I had three couples, uh, four couple, five couples come three that were from past weddings and two that from weddings coming up. So two were there to see me for weddings that they've already booked me with. And three were just couples that came came along to a gig to see me because they felt like they didn't get enough of it on the day. They were busy doing other things. They're like, we really wanted to come and see you play again. And and I, I pulled out all their Love songs that. from their ceremony and took them back to their R walk and their first dance. Give them that. <laughs> and even when I see Maddie at, wed uh, at weddings, I play his song for him that I left for him on his ceremony. And it gives me a little I was going to say that. Wink. I was like, yeah. this guy pulls him out. <laughs> and because at the end of the I day love it. Yeah, so those, good. those are the oh. things people remember and people matter you know and if you can make people feel good and give them a bit of love and yeah man what's better than that yeah. what's better than that tay i have a i've got a question mate it's actually more of a favor all right and right. um <laughs> as you know as part of this podcast like we did an intro way back in the day before we even started like episode one right, and right. It was just a quick you know like have a have a bit of a chat and then we cut it together we're, we're looking for a, a new intro, mate. Would, okay. you, would you be up for recording one for us? Oh, mate, 100%. Like a little <laughs> jingle, like a song. <laughs> yes. Mate, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd do anything for you We, we need, yeah, we we need to make an epic jingle. All right. We need to make it epic. Epic jingle. Yes. Right. Watch this, watch this watch space. Watch this space. It's, it's happening, ladies and gentlemen. It's happening. It's coming out. It's coming. To all stores all, near you. Yeah. Oh. All streaming platforms. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We can we can make some. I, I just want to say as well, like I I love uh, your little statement there, Tave. Just like how you want to make sure that people remember you for like what it is that you do, and they're like just how like you want to make sure that you leave a bit of an impact on other people. Like it's something so human, and I love that because you know at the end of the day, like you know what we do, it can be quite lonely. Uh, you know, we work for ourselves, and you know we're ticking boxes, and we're you know going to a lot of weddings, and we're meeting a lot of people, but. Uh, regardless of the people we meet, like, I love that you want to like, um, yeah, make an impact on everybody. Uh, and I feel like that is something that is very special to have as a vendor, you know, and let alone, you know, like a vendor who is there to entertain people. Like you have like the microphone has a lot of power, a little bit like our cameras have a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, people like are listening to you. And if you, if you can portray that through your music and the way that you interact with people, like it's really going to make an effect on like not just the couple and the, the vibe of the day, but just everybody there in general. And I, I just, yeah, wanted to give you a little props, mate, because I do love that for sure. 
Yeah, thanks, Matty. Cheers, brother. Legend. Bloody legend. Mate, I, I want to uh, just quickly touch on, like, have you got any, like, uh, golden nuggets? Like, something that, like, you know, like, we're getting towards the end of this epic podcast, which I don't know how we're going to end this because it's just so good and there's so much value. <laughs> but, like, is there, like, is there a golden nugget of information that you're, like, if you are listening to this podcast and we're talking about like wedding entertainment, you know, like not maybe just that Tay Plane would do, but like anybody is out there planning and they're like struggling with the entertainment world of music. Like, is there one thing that you're like, you need to do this? One thing. There's probably a few things, but one thing. I think as far as like live music I'll goes. I'll give you two. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll give you two then. Two. I've got two. As far as live music goes, the nugget I would... That's all right. Matt, Matt did this to me the other day, and instead of one thing, it ended up being five things. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. This, this might evolve into that, but I'll try and keep it brief. Um, so the gold nugget, I would say, as far as live entertainment, live music, um, make it personal. So many people say, oh, I really wanted this song, but I don't think that's... I don't think people will like it. And I, my reply to them is, who cares? This is your wedding. It's not their wedding. And make it you. Make it yours. If it's outside of the box, that's totally okay. Like, yes, make it yours. So, so do what you want to do with your wedding. Don't get pressured by other people, even family um, and friends and stuff. Do what is in your heart to do for your day because it's about you at the end of the day. And you can be selfish with that. Like, you have permission from vendors right here. Make it epic wedding podcast. Just do you. And um, and just make it... <laughs> Make it your style. It's you got to do it because uh, at the end of the day, this is the one day that you'll have so to true. celebrate with all these people. You'll never have these people from both sides of your family in the same place at the same time ever again. But uh, you know, um, so yeah, make it make it about you and just go. This is what I want, and I'm just gonna be selfish about it and just do it because. And then you know what? They end up being the best ones, anyways, um, because they're the ones that are unique and special. As far as like DJ music goes, this might be a little bit selfish, but here's a, here's a gold nugget for you. Are you ready? Ready for this one? You know how people... I'm ready. I'm, Stra there. I'm strapped in. Seatbelt oh, tightened. <laughs> I'm going to try not to be too venomous so I'll talk about this. But uh, you know how people, when they do an invite, they seek. <laughs> it's a really cool idea to say, hey, let's do a song request when you do your RSVP. What you get when you ask people for a song request for that is you get a list of <laughs> 17,000 songs that don't work together that are thought up. So these people are sitting there in their lounge room watching TV or whatever, and they're RSVPing to your wedding. They're not in your wedding space. They're not in that creative. They're not in that environment of how your wedding's going to be in a year and a half from then. Um, and they've thought of just some random song to be funny. And then they've put that through. And now you feel obliged to give that to the DJ and the DJ feel obliged to play it because he's got this list of all these random songs that don't flow together that aren't really related to this time in the moment of the day. They're related to all different people in different spaces out there. And it just never really works. It never works. What you should do instead, as far as like when it comes to DJing, obviously like the DJ will try and will get your vibe. I've got a big questionnaire you send through about well, what's your style, what are your favorites and all this for specific moments during the day. But um, what you should do is just say, hey, ask your DJ. And if it's me, it's yes. Uh, the answer, do you take requests? You know, um, and obviously they're going to be requests that work in the flow of the night. But, um, but of course you take requests because we're there. The DJ's there for the people, right? DJ's there for them to have a good time. Um, so so instead of doing the whole, on your RSVP, here's a song request, just say no, on the night we take requests because then the song we, they're thinking of on the day is, is relevant to that the, to that moment, that space, that energy, and um, and it makes for such a better playlist. And it's way less work for you coordinating all the songs and then getting mode to there, so yeah. So that's a little admin slash, uh, you know, organizing Love that. gold nugget. But don't, <laughs> don't do the requests on your invites. Do them on the Love night. It. <laughs> I feel like that was one of like uh, I had a moment a couple of weeks ago uh, in a in like one of our recordings and I like was like this really irks me and like makes me really angry. Um, I feel like that was a that was a Tay this really irks me yeah. and makes me really angry moment. Hey guys, also, I love you so that's, much. You know, that's what we're all about. Golden nuggets and irking moments. <laughs> We're also a counselling situation, so don't worry. We're here yeah. to help you, mate. Oh, I feel better now. I feel better. New, uh, new segment on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> counselling with Tim and Matt. Um, <laughs> uh, what irks you this week? Yeah. <laughs> we're a safe, we're we're a safe, safe space, safe and that's space. all that matters. So as long as yeah. you feel safe to share, oh, we're here shit. for it. I feel it. so safe. Mate, I feel so safe. <laughs> oh. It's been a dream. It's been an absolute dream. It's been so been damn so good to, uh, to talk hard. to you today. All things music and entertainment and all things tape playing. And uh, you know what, mate? I think it's time for you to probably share with us as well. Like, 
how do we find out more about you? How, you know, like where, if you're out there listening and you're like, man, this guy is a bloody legend and he actually cares about my wedding and I need him a part of my day. How do we find out more about you, mate? Sure. Well, uh, I've got all of the online avenues. You can find me on my website, which is tayplainmusic.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram and my handle there is taserland, just my nickname. It's kind of stuck and that's my world there where you can see a bit what's going on in the world of weddings. There's heaps of reels and videos and photos and stuff there. Um, obviously on Facebook as well. I've got a YouTube channel, uh, which has a lot of cover videos from weddings too, because sometimes you can see covers at a pub, but it's not quite relatable to weddings. There's a lot of clips there from weddings. People can see that can kind of help you visualize what you're going to get on the day. So YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and website are the main ones uh yeah and look out for spotify too because i'm actually releasing some originals and i'm recording a wedding covers album uh to help people with their choices of, of some of the best songs that i've been asked to learn for wedding ceremonies uh which will come out at some point in the next few months as well on spotify nice man and and a, and a jingle <laughs> yeah and to make it a big wedding podcast jingle <laughs> uh <clears throat> <laughs> oh. Oh, I mate. suppose just for couples and make sure you leave your number there so Tay can give you a call yeah <laughs> yeah. he wants to talk to you yeah. <laughs> as do we all <laughs> hey no thank I you so much amazing. for having me boys alright well thank you so much for coming on mate I have to say it's, it's been an um, absolute pleasure alright yeah, thanks man it's a privilege to be associated with the two of you and I love working with you guys and I very much look forward to uh, seeing you guys at a wedding soon and keep up the great work this is a great podcast and uh, I know a lot of people out there appreciate it. So uh, you guys are legends. Much love. Pleasure, man. Thanks for that. Thanks, mate. We really appreciate it too. And uh, we're stoked that we could uh, burst that uh, that podcast bubble of yours, mate. It's the first one you've done. And uh, we're excited that you came on ours for sure. So, uh, mate, it's been a pleasure. And uh, as well, always, Given his setup. Hey, like, give oh, me setup. Yeah, like, if, you're watching watching it, <laughs> if you're watching at home, uh, he looks like a seasoned professional. And me and Tim look yeah. like numpties. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. We're, we're uh, going to uh, we're, we're gonna uh, actually employ Tay. He doesn't know. Also, we're part of the jingle. He's also going to come and set up our podcast yeah. studio for us as well at home yeah yeah that's what we need in life hey, you <laughs> well, got mate, it's been a it's been a pleasure and uh yeah, thanks mate. <laughs> it's been a pleasure and look uh we've had a lot of fun chatting with you today but uh yeah if you guys are listening out there make sure you check out tay and his stuff he's a legend he's got some gigs coming out um as he said over the coming months i mean if you know if you like what he's doing go and check him out and um as always we would love to hear from you guys if you are frothing on what you're hearing and you're loving the golden nuggets and the goodness we are sharing please reach out to us uh tim is not feeling the love on uh the old apple podcast reviews he leave wants us a to, review please. he wants someone to write something <laughs> nice about him uh and you know that would be lovely <laughs> but yeah look as always we appreciate you guys listening and we will see you all next week bye, bye. cheers